News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. ...of Children's Health Ireland has apologised for the use of unauthorised springs as implants in children during an appearance before the Oireachtas Health Committee. Uh, Tom Clonan, the Independent Senator, is a member of that committee. He was there uh, yesterday for us. Uh, Tom, what did you make of the testimony? Did, did you get the answers you were looking for? Uh, no, I'm not actually a member of the committee. I just uh, called in as, as as an independent. My Trinity apologies, Senator. you're you're so yeah, right. I, I, I did no, no, I did no, see no, you no. there, Adam, which is why I ju- yeah. wrongly jumped to the conclusion that you were you yeah. were a member. And, of and I have to say, the, the the chair of that health committee, Sean Crow. Uh, was very generous in giving me time to ask questions and my, well, my motivation with, with good reason there, with, with good reason in fairness yeah so I have a son who had spinal surgery there look uh, the, I, I think the springs or any unauthorised medical device in, in, in that setting really for me are just a symptom of a much bigger overarching problem when it comes to disabled children and I made the point to the CEO and the chief medical officer that if this was an OBS and gynae environment, if this was a cardio environment, if it was an oncology unit, um, the the really strange uh, surgical complications arising directly from missing the the developmental window and the therapeutic window for surgery makes Temple Street in Ireland an outlier in European terms. And I was just wondering, you know, what steps they had taken to notify that to the international medical community to notify it to the international literature, to start a research programme, to try and, you, you know, like basically blow the whistle on on this really appalling scenario for the families. And I went to the committee because I met some of the families in the foyer and they had only received notification late the night before that the CHI were going to come in uh, to the committee to answer questions. And amongst the families in, in the public gallery was a, was a woman whose daughter is now inoperable. And, you know, for your listeners out there, this, this, the, this is the story for disabled children and young adults across Ireland. Delays to therapies, the absence of therapies, uh, delays to surgical interventions that lead to suboptimal and life-limiting, life-altering consequences. And it is tolerated. And that's that's the number of us now. Well, well, the why is it, Tom? Why is it? Because I, I'm I'm curious. Because, like, I, I'm sure there's no lack of compassion uh, among the people who work in the health services. No doubt about that. I, I, I'm sure that if you asked any politician, they would say this situation is wrong. They don't want to see it. So why does it still happen? Well. You have to, I mean, that's the question I've been asking myself for the last 20 years, because we as a family have been in this space. Look, I've got four adult and four adult kids, essentially. And for my able-bodied children, their pathways to healthcare, like the rest of the population, they can be a little bit problematic from time to time. But they, but they have a very different experience in terms of pathways to care and interventions and assistance. And like yourself, you know, if unfortunately you experience chest pain, you know, you hear over and over again, you know, you had stents put in the following week or you were on the yeah. on the operating theatre. But when it comes to disabled children and disabled people, they are allowed to suffer for years and years. And there are, as we speak, hundreds and hundreds of disabled children on waiting lists in Temple Street. And it doesn't happen in other European Union jurisdictions. In Great Ormond Street, where the, the chief medical officer came from, they operate on children within the therapeutic window. And it would be considered a grave risk 
and it would be put on the risk register if a child in the UK or France or Germany was left on a waiting list for a couple of years. To the situation where the, the, the lady in, in the public gallery told me that her child is now inoperable, her daughter is inoperable. Think about that. How would you feel if you looked at your child and were told your child is now inoperable? Not because it's a condition that can't be treated, but because we just left her on a waiting list to the point where she deteriorated. And, and that was our experience as a family. Now, the surgeons, the clinicians, the nurses, the specialists, everybody in town, I cannot speak highly enough of them, but this is an overarching system. And now, I'm not being disrespectful here, but if you, if you exchange the word, word disabled children and adults and use the word, let's say, on, on the basis of their ethnicity, or on the basis of their sexual orientation or their religious formation. You know, that there was a hospital that treated the people in these categories that left them linger and suffer and, you know, unnecessarily. There would quite rightly be a national outcry. But because they're disabled, they're left there. And the family's voices were absent from the committee yesterday. The family's voices were absented and edited from the Boston report and from the independent inquiries and that's why when I met the families in the foyer yesterday, I went down into the committee and asked the questions that I did. And it's not a personal thing to any individual. It's just why are the people who are in positions of responsibility that are highly remunerated, like CEOs, people like that, why are they not blowing the whistle on this and bringing in international experts to, to highlight the, the awful situation that disabled citizens are in? We're the only country in the European Union, where there is no legal obligation on the state to treat or provide therapies or interventions for disabled children and adults. They can, they can barely get an assessment of need, never mind the, the therapies and interventions that are recommended and flow from that. Tom Clonan, uh, independent senator, uh, who, who spoke very eloquently yesterday uh, about his own uh, family's experience. Uh, thank you so much for talking uh, to News Talk Breakfast uh, this morning. Uh, let us know your take on that. I mean, if we're talking about radical change, and we have been on the show, surely that's where we need to have radical change. 087-1400-106. Let us know what you think. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.